really do. You're a 21-year-old punk fucking kid. This Grandpa's given you everything all your fucking life. You've never had a car payment, a house payment. Everything you live in was given to you by Grandpa. You fucking don't know what it's like to work for a fucking living like I do. To bust my fucking ass and do what I do. And you know what, Sean? You fucked me, and that's the way you got it. But you know what? Your grandpa's money will run out someday, and you'll have to feast for yourself. Get a fucking job, you piece of shit. Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast, Barbecue War Stories. My name is Sean Walchef from Cali Comfort Barbecue. We are recording above the butcher shop in East County, San Diego at Valley Farm Market uh, with my man, Derek Marceau. And uh, we got a special uh, special episode coming out today. Yeah, no, it's awesome, man. We're uh, going to have a great episode today and um, just sold my truck a few minutes ago. Congratulations. So now I'm driving around truckless. Driving around. You're walking around. Driving around in my mind. Ah, gotcha. Um, no, and just so the listeners know, a little bit of information that I found out today. If you're going to buy a truck through your business, you can't buy it from a private party. Cannot. To get a loan. To get a loan. No bank will loan on it. No bank will loan I never do that. It's so if you want to get a, a truck through the business, you have to buy it through a dealership. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking wild to me. Yeah. No. Well, um, we, we certainly live in an interesting world, and uh, that's part of one of the reasons why we love doing this podcast. It's uh, for those of you first time tuning in, we are a business and digital marketing podcast as seen through the eyes of uh, barbecue people. Uh, Derek and I are very fortunate to have met some very fascinating people um, on our barbecue journey, and um, it's led us to the point where we're now here at this uh, podcast, episode 42. We publish uh, every Friday. And um, we're just fired up for this year. We're fired up to, to dig deeper, give you guys some some cool content, some awesome guests, and uh, hopefully learn some shit along the way. Yeah, and if you guys have anyone that you want to uh, um, hear, let us know. Yeah, we'll, absolutely. Uh, we'll definitely reach out to people. We're always uh, interested in learning. We're huge proponents of education, so anyone we can learn from, um, we're, we'll take it any, any, any way we can. Yeah, so one of the things, uh, everything we talk about today will be in the show notes. Um, we're crazy uh, addicted to social media, internet marketing. Uh, so if there's a platform you think that we should be on that we're not on already, uh, let us know about it. But check in the show notes, uh, tweet at us, send us uh, behind the smoke uh, photos on Instagram, at uh, Barbecue War Stories. Facebook, we really don't care. Snapchat, doesn't matter. Um, dude, find us, reach Snapchat, out, email, dick pics, snail whatever, mail, dude. Send them. Dick pics. <laughs> Isn't that why they made Snapchat? Was for dick That's pics? What I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. Well, uh, the funny thing about Snapchat is like I used to have a bias towards Snapchat and was like, oh, I'm not going to go on that. That's just for young kids. And right. all of a sudden I started snapping because of listening to Gary V. Um, talking about not discriminating on platforms and started snapping. And all of a sudden I found out that all my managers are on Snapchat. They, uh, I, I, I can might as well just Sending have my fucking manager, so I can have my manager <laughs> meetings on Snapchat. Um, but today, uh, today is really cool because we get to, uh, bring on somebody that, uh, actually has become very special, uh, close, close knit to our crew, which doesn't happen very often, but, uh, Brad Bohensky, Yelp San Diego. You are a community senior community and marketing director for Yelp San Diego. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Welcome to Behind the Smoke. Thanks, Sean. What's happening? I mean, I'm wearing a jacket. I have no idea why it's it's San Diego weather. It's hot it as is shit. hot as fuck. I know. But I walked out this morning uh, to take my dog to go to the bathroom, and there was fog everywhere. Yeah. And then the nature of my job, I, I you know Yelp doesn't have an office in San Diego, so I work from home. But the the 
my offices, my living room, my bedroom, whatever it may be. And then so I get ready to come to this podcast. I have my jacket and I walk out and it's blazing hot. And then you come to Spring Valley and realize how hot it is. Add 10 degrees. Yeah, it's hot. Where do you live out in San Diego? I'm very borderline University Heights or Hillcrest. Okay. So those familiar with Washington, they see the Vermont Street Bridge that kind of connects over. So if I walk about three blocks, I'm in Hillcrest. But my house is uh, in University Heights. Yeah, you definitely get some uh, overcast stuff over there for sure. Yeah, living on the canyon too, you just see it kind of rolling through in the morning. Right. And uh, it was cold this morning. I was up at four and it was 46 degrees. What yeah. are you doing up at four in the morning? <laughs> I wake up every morning at four. Really? I'm fucking weird. Do, does that you wake up to come to work that early or are you just like it's so innate that you just wake I, up that early? I've always been waking up early and then it kind of happened that I would always come into work early before I had kids. And then once I had kids, I wanted to be, you know, obviously in their lives more. So I would stay home and I take them to school, but open or coming or getting up at four allows me to do a lot of things that I would check off later in the day. So I'll emails or whatever it is sure. early in the morning, social media stuff. And then once they get up, I can still do all my stuff. So I, am I working? Sure. I'm working, but I'm working from home yeah. early in the morning and get my shit done. Know that. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, one of the things that fascinates us the most is, you know, we live in an internet driven world and just to see how things have changed drastically for Cali comfort for the last 10 years of running a restaurant in spring Valley. Um, we, can confidently say that we wouldn't be open today if it wasn't for the internet, if it wasn't for embracing all the different tools that are available to small business owners, um, specifically Yelp. Uh, Yelp is one of those tools that uh, I know gets a lot of negative publicity within restaurant owners. Um, and I think that has to do with a little bit of a lack of understanding. I think there was a turning point for us personally when we realized that Yelp was a platform that people were driven towards because um, they were getting reviews from other actual people that were out dining. And once we realized that, you know, hey, maybe we should just get involved, um, update our profile, uh, put our own pictures up, uh, establish our own brand identity, establish our own voice, uh, fill out what our specialties are, uh, talk about who I am as the owner. Once we started doing those things, I think we made a big change with our relationship with Yelp, and uh, it was a change for the better. Yeah, you know, that's something I feel like we we preach, um, you know, maybe not scream it from the rooftops, but it is definitely best practices of like, we're in this world, we know we're a website that's going to gather all this information. You know, sometimes we, a lot of times we'll lead a consumer to a place to spend some money, and um I don't know if it's necessarily a good idea to to completely ignore it, but I think just acknowledge that we're both existing. You know, well, I can ex- tell you for a fact it's a terrible idea to ignore it. Yeah, um, and because then you're going to have an incomplete business profile, and whether you like Yelp or don't like Yelp, the correct. fact of the matter is, I mean, my wife when we go to other restaurants, the first thing she does is pull. She doesn't look at the menu. She pulls out her phone, goes to the Yelp app, and looks at the photos. Right. She looks at the photos and she goes, "I'm ordering that." You, you waiter, tell me what that is. If this description doesn't say what it is, because that's what I want. That's what I do too. Um, I, I, and that's where I feel like the, the Yelp community starts bringing in so much value, um, where we have plenty of people that use, you know, Yelp on the desktop or the Yelp app. It's, um, all the people that 
you know, <laughs> restaurant owners see people taking pictures of their food before they eat it. And then uh, I always used to tell a restaurant owner, I'm like, when you see somebody doing that, that's a cue, not necessarily for Yelp. And right. I know, granted, I am, I'm speaking from the Yelp perspective, but in reality, they're taking that picture not to, they might go home and look at it while they're laying in bed at night, but it's going <laughs> to keep it on their camera, yeah, right. keep it on their camera roll. <laughs> yeah, I highly yeah, doubt it, yeah. right. <laughs> but it's going somewhere, whether it's Yelp or not, it's going somewhere. And so that should be, uh, you, you know, my advice would be that should be a cue, um, maybe to pay them a little bit more attention. Yelp or not, it's going to hit the world in, in some form, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, they might tweet it out. It's going somewhere. They're taking it for a reason. And so it's it's a good indicator, but those pictures ultimately are what helped me make my decision. So it's all these people that are adding this content, whether it's a review or a picture, they're the ones that are helping me to make my food choices when I go out, just like your wife does. Sure. I'm always open on that app and I'm looking through. So it's funny. We, um, my dad, when he was still working here, um, he would always say, you know, you can tell who your competition is. They're going to come in. They're going to walk up and down your case and look at the prices. And then they're going to, you know, try to get a picture of it or do something and then take it back. And for a long time, he couldn't understand. Like, I'm like, Dad, well, a lot of these young guys aren't, aren't the competition. Sure. They're actually just trying to put it on, on a website or Correct. they're putting it on a Yelp or some social media. And then you start to see the reviews and people putting it there. And it's like. Man, it really does hit and it hits fucking fast, you know, and you can't do anything about it as a business owner. So it actually helps you with accountability. I mean, you're, you're held accountable to do, put out the best content for me to make our case look beautiful all the time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we talk about a lot on the podcast. It's something that, you know, we live in a generation where restaurant owners have to adapt to the change and adapting to the fact that, yes, every single person that walks into the restaurant has a smartphone. And that smartphone has incredible capabilities to take high resolution video, high resolution photo. Um, But we get to the point where we have to reverse engineer the actual plate um, that's going to be presented to make it look good. You know, one of the things we tell all of our line cooks, all of our servers, all of our expos, you know, it's make it sexy. Yeah. It doesn't look sexy coming out of the kitchen. Fucking forget about it. Yeah. And you've done a great job with that and your, um, your tray liners, you know, with the logos and huge. And that, and that was a six month process. You know, that was a fucking pain in the ass, you know, but like working with partners that, you know, they're going to help us save money in the long run there, you know, us foods are going to help us stock it. You know, we have a Josh over there who's run through walls for us, but you know, paper liner, it it sounds so simple and so easy, but you know, if you commit to those little things, it's almost like garnish. Well, if you're putting out a, a pretty plate, you can't count on the world to caption that, right? Yes. They'll take a picture and they'll put it out there, but you can't count on them to caption. If they do caption it, you can't count on the world to read it either. Sure. And I mean, the way we scroll through Instagram, it's just like, and you're like, you'll stop on something, whether you read it or not. So I really think it's pretty brilliant to have that branded like that. Yeah. Because even if they're not reading the caption you've added, they're at least seeing the logo, sure. the name of the biz on the on the liner. Well, yeah, part of it too is you you can't count on them to take the photo before they eat it either. That's true. You can get a lot of pictures where they've already eaten the food and at least there's something there afterwards that, you know, is interesting or different. Um, talk about talk about the review process, I guess, for Yelp. Um, I think one of the things that restaurant owners and other business owners get hung up on is, well, why can't I just go ask for reviews? Uh, talk about the integrity of how the platform was built. Yeah, you know, we 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 do encourage um, business owners, business management to let people know that they exist on Yelp, but going out and incentivizing reviews is a whole nother ball game. Sure. Um, you know, like 
you know, putting things up and say, you can find us on Yelp is a okay. But you know, uh, going out and offer free service, uh, free service or free food in exchange for that's completely forbidden to us. That, that, that gets into the realm of pay to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we've implemented things like check-in offers. Yep. And as business owners, you probably know what that is. Sure. And that's, it's really the check-in offers are so valuable where you can, you get somebody in and, and those who aren't familiar with the check-in process, it's just like any other, like on Facebook, when people check in with their friends, when they get, you know, so we offer that same, uh, it's not a service, but we, we, that same, uh, you know, element on Yelp where somebody can check in on Yelp. And, um, you know, if there's a check-in offer there, uh, the first thing that does is when a consumer or somebody using Yelp goes to their desktop and they're ready to just do some more research, or if they're ready to pen a review, um, they get to their desktop and it's like, Hey, guess what? You were just at Cali comfort barbecue and it'll put, put it front and center because they checked in using the Yelp app. So I think, you know, something like that, the check-in offers are huge for business owners. It doesn't always have to be giving away the house either. Sure. either. You know, we have a, a famous one, a, a, a coffee shop in San Francisco, and their check-in offer is literally uh, check in and get a free high five from the barista. <laughs> and you'll see people, you know, I go up to San Francisco a couple times a year for work. That's awesome. And you'll see people just, you know, yeah. high five in the barista as they go through. But, you know, that, that translates to getting more eyes onto their Yelp page because that check-in has led them there. Sure. Yeah, you have to embrace the process. It's it's been hard for for us to you know Yelp can be it's so subjective that it's it's hard to um, you know get your vision out there if you're not uh, proactive and and what Sean was saying like well, if you ignore it yeah that, that's that's when you're fucked for for us like it's like you have to embrace the process and no I don't do exactly what Sean does in his I have a grocery store with a little deli and a barbecue place but it's it's more of um, just letting them know our, our times, our visions, and answering questions, and it's uh, it's been a, a great tool for us to be able to showcase what we have. Right. You know, I, I think it's important for everybody to embrace that. You know, you, even if you're doing catering, who was, was the last one we did that was catering had just a shit ton of uh, positive Yelp. I think it was Corbin. Yeah. With all yeah. those, you know, he didn't even do um, have his brick and mortar store yet. Yep. And just the the power of Yelp. And, yeah. And, I found for me personally, um, responding to the reviews and sometimes I'll do it just direct mm-hmm. and, and kind of allowing them to understand my vision and what we're doing and, and, um, will really help them because it's, it's easy to be negative sometimes. So people will want to put out a negative review and, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, once you talk to them about what's going on, like, Hey, I'm here to like, I'm 100% good with, with being a, a transparent consumer and tell me what we did wrong. If we did something wrong and I want sure. to fix it. Um, but let me fix it. Yeah. And let, let me help you, you know, and, and hopefully I can earn your business back, you know? Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. And, you know, that falls under, I guess what we would deem as best practices. And, you know, for a business owner, that's, that's, fielding these incoming reviews for the for the better or for worse we do suggest that you reply to every single one of them and we, we suggest that you do it all in the same way so if you're if you're handling everything behind the scenes you know we could roll onto your Yelp page and see all these reviews but we may never never see your interaction with the consumer mm-hmm. right but then um, if you're a business owner that doesn't necessarily respond to everything and then you receive a one-star review and you go into reply um, you know in whatever way that is, if it's a defensive manner or if it's just like, Hey, public acknowledgement of like, yeah, we kind of screwed up, you know? Um, 
it just it kind of brings more attention to that. Sure. So we suggest that everybody from a business owner, business manager perspective, when they're replying to this content has that has come their way via Yelp, that you're doing everything in the same way. So responding that all your reviews publicly or all your, you know, reviews behind the scenes, private via private messages. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm always going to err on the side of doing it publicly Yeah, because if there's really, you know, unless we fucked up really bad and there was something that, you know, shouldn't be discussed, you know, but you over that platform. But even then I think taking that proactive accountability of, Hey, I don't know what happened, but I'll do my best to investigate that. I think that that should be a public comment. 100%. Because you want people to know that you're willing to do that due diligence. Of course. But at the same time, you're, you are replying to positive reviews publicly as well. Oh, absolutely. And that's just, you know, some, when I put on my consumer hat and I'm going to make a buying decision and going to research a restaurant or something like that. And I see, um, see a business owner that responds publicly to a positive review and not just their negative ones to defend their processes or defend a a specific situation that happened in their business. Um, It shows that that business is um, grateful, thankful, and taking the positive and the negative in the same way and just replying to a customer. And I know for me, and I'll put out a, a business specifically when Prep Kitchen when I first started this job, he was the first guy as a business owner to respond to my positive review. And I remember thinking the loyalty that that was breeding, right? The gratefulness of a, of a business owner. And he just took the time. I don't even remember it being a long re- response to my review. It was just a, a general thank you for taking the time to write something nice about my business. And it, <laughs> I found myself for years, whenever I was in little Italy, that was kind of my spot when I wanted something a little, you know, outside of Italian. Well, little Italy's not much Italian anymore. But, <laughs> right. but uh, at the time, it was you know there wasn't a, a hell of a lot of options five six years ago. Sure. And I always found myself in prep kitchen because of. The- I mean, that's one of the craziest things. The internet created kind of a holy shit moment for <laughs> a lot of uh, business owners. Where you know, I mean, I talk about Gary V a lot because I like I love the way that he embraces you know engaging and engaging no matter where that is and you know there's so many different vehicles to reach out to give us feedback on our business whether it's positive whether it's negative it's very difficult to try to embrace all those but the more that we do the more that it's that holy shit like the owner actually reached out Correct. and responded to my like how the fuck did that happen you right know, like somebody cares mm-hmm. enough to thank me for coming into my business. Right. And I'll, I'll take that one step further and I'll have to double check, check the math, but, um, or, you know, or the statistic I should say, but I guarantee you I'm very close on it. But, um, our business outreach team, they, uh, at one time had thrown a stat at us that if a business owner replies to a review within 24 hours, it's 33% more likely to change the review from the consumer side of things. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So just like getting on it, um, while it's fresh, while that memory is fresh to you as a business owner, while that experience is fresh as a consumer that went on to Yelp, um, they found that 33% of the time, if you reach out that quickly within 24 hours, it's going to change the, the star rating. That makes sense. I mean, it's, it's fresh in their minds and they can, uh, react to it a lot sooner. What are you guys, um, what, what's your guys' growth plan? I mean, I, you guys are just keep continuing to grow and, and I mean, it's so, I just know the San Diego chapter has been been so cool. I know you guys have done some meetups at, at Sean's place, and um, it's been. I know we did the Del Mar awesome. event, which yeah, was the huge Mar for was us. Huge. The Yelp Elite event. I mean, that's that's uh, so you guys just really enticing. The, how do you become a Yelp Elite? Okay, yeah, that I mean that's the million dollar question. Um, 
even so your, your, I mean, job, I have, your, your job title is Yelp elite. You're a community manager I'm for a, Yelp. Yeah. Products. The way, the way it works is I'll get an email um, from Yelp HQ uh-huh. and it'll say, Brad, you have just received a new member to your elite squad. And then once they're there, they've, they've, uh, with that badge being issued, um, where you go on their back, their profile, see like, Oh, this person's been elite for 2012, 13, 14, 15, whatever. And, um, once they get that badge from Yelp HQ, they basically, uh, end up on a private mailing system, um, that I can message the Yelp elites and, um, assuming they've opted in to receive emails from Yelp. Um, and once I partner up with a business owner, like I did with Sean, um, in Cali comfort, where he said, we want to host a group of these elites to come in. We want to connect with Yelp, but most specifically, we want these people that Yelp has deemed to be a top tier user based on their activity brand reviews. Ambassadors. I mean, these, they are, know, they're it, your brand ambassadors. They're, so they're unpaid, they're unpaid people. people that are using the platform that are embracing the path platform that you're giving special benefits to. Right. And they've, they've went out and they've taken on their own time to add this content via photos, reviews, and Yelp HQ has deemed these people to be influencers on Yelp within a certain city. For me, it's San Diego. Um, and, uh, once that happens, when somebody like Sean comes to me and says, we want to bring these elites in to kind of experience what Cali Comfort does, uh, you know, on a daily basis with our slow and low, um, then I reach out to the Yelp elite squad and we go through the, the whole contracting process. We go over the ins and outs. We, we address where the reviews need to fall from, um, you know, this complimentary experience that they're receiving. Uh, there's all these, these little, you know, elements that uh that kind of keep yelp safe um and then that's when we invite them in and i i bring a curated guest list full of people who are what we deem as influencers within a community and we let them enjoy their night you know courtesy of cali comfort and then they they go home and they write about it and those those reviews are ending up on a on an event specific page um and that's just the way we keep things really honest how many events are you guys doing a year last year elite specific events Uh was i want to say 33 or 34 in san diego in san diego Diego county yeah and that's um and that means that a business has um either shut down privately um or uh had a private room of some sort and invited x amount of yelp elites to come in and i would say the smallest elite event that we do in san diego is probably 45 people Mm -hmm. um as big as 1500 people so I'll, that's a, a big part of my job is um, event coordination. And that's where I work closely with the business owners. And we say, like, okay, we're bringing in this many elites for this night. What are we doing with the menu? How are we doing? Is it buffet style? Is it cocktail? Is it? And, you know, a lot of the listeners probably have been to a media, a media event or a VIP event, something like that, where, you, you know, the business will walk around with hosted appetizers and some cocktails, some samplings. Maybe it's a hot station. Um, and that's, that's basically what the Yelp elite events are. Um, except your crowd is these people who are incredibly active. We can, we can pinpoint the crowd and I could say everybody who's walking through this door that night, I'll be able to walk you to a, a computer screen and show you exactly who they are. Sure. How many people did we end up with at uh, Del Mar? At Del Mar. Okay. So that was different. That's where you guys that you had the big event going with thousands of people. Right. And then, um, you dished out a certain amount of tickets for us. And that was a, that was a, a sponsorship exchange. Yeah. So that's what I'll do a lot of times in San Diego with nonprofits. Um, it could be, you know, beer festivals, uh, San Diego Bay food and wine festival, whatever it may be. They basically want to uh, talk to me 
and use the the local Yelp, which comes out every Wednesday, as a vehicle to promote their event. Sure. Right. So that that email is pretty sacred. It comes out every Wednesday. It could be uh, about fish tacos, you know, and, and that's where, um, you know, we highlight five places that are serving fish tacos in San Diego. But at the bottom of that, we say this issue is sponsored by and that's where we we brought um, brought you guys in. Yep. For the Del Mar. Barbecue yeah. Championship. And in exchange for that, we we basically uh, did a ticket ticket yeah. exchange, I they believe, a, pretty cut and dry. Ticket exchange got access to the VIP tasting sure. uh, early entry. So they got to work, you know, actually no crowds at all. Go walk right up to the restaurant owners, right. talk to, you know, Andy Harris from Grandel, talk to Brad yeah. from Coops and um, all the other pitmasters that were out there. And right. it created a, you know, great dynamic for us um, because you have people that are engaged and active and, you know, they want to have an, an incredible food experience. Yeah. And for that, we, we created what was called an OYE and Yelp is full of acronyms. Um, and an OYE is an official Yelp event. And that's for me, that's indicating, Hey, I received some free tickets from Sean mm-hmm. and um, I, my marketing assistant, she ran that one. And, um, and what she did was she created an event listing. And when all the Yelpers that were receiving tickets showed up, they checked in with her and she gave them their tickets. And when they got there, she, you know, that event listing is where they started adding all their content. Yeah. They started adding the, the photos from the event. They started, when they got home, they wrote their reviews about the Huge. event there. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we do that every week. A, a local Yelp comes out and I would say probably 95% of the time we have a sponsor connected to it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's just local festivals. Um, Sometimes we'll run an internal sponsorship, um, but yeah, it's 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 a good way to get get word out. Yeah, I mean, as, uh, as we talked about, you know, everything's going to be in the show notes, and we'll put links to um, our Yelp Elite event that we did last year with Yelp, um, so you can get an idea of the types of reviews and the types of uh, people that came out to Cali Comfort. Um, yeah, you we, know, our team did just an incredible job. Um, full full court press with Gene Goykachea running the buffet line, Bill Curtis. Um, Corey was out there with social, my wife. I mean, it was something that we're, we're event people. So, um, this was right up our alley. Um, but you can see really the quality of people that came out to the event, which, um, we also got to come out to Del Mar, which was awesome for us. Uh, you know, building a second year event, we wanted to, you know, really get some SEO content and some people that love food that are passionate about food. And when they say they're going to come, not only do they come, they tell other people. Yeah. And we have it pulled up on the screen here and, and we're looking at it and this was a two hour event on an off night. I want to say this was a, a Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and you know, we never want to really step on the toes of a business conducting business. So we'll pick whatever is historically kind of a, an off night for a business. Like, sure. If you told me you couldn't bring a, you couldn't drag a person off the street on a Wednesday night to come into your business. I'm like, okay, that's the, that's the perfect night. Well, not only that, but it also allows a more intimate experience because just logistically, you know, when you're talking about volume, right. it's much easier to have more attention to the Yelp elites when it's a slower night. And um, just parking. Yeah. Everything else. And just, just looking here, I, I want to say this was a 75 person event that we did with Cali comfort and it has 50 reviews and almost 600 photos added in a in a two hour time frame. Yeah. So you know, we we love the benefit that it gives to a host business. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's well, just it's, also it's just way, great content. It's an, it's an incredible way to thank the people that are engaging in the platform. You know, these Yelp elites that are brand ambassadors, the ones that are helping spread the word of Yelp. I mean. 
there's no better way for us as as business owners and you know my staff to connect with people that are you know got, there's no guarantee they're going to write a great review but mm-hmm. all we're going to do is put our best foot forward and hopefully you know we do get a good review well you know that. the 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 point of the whole thing is that's why we create these separate business listings is people will go to the cali comfort elite event they'll go home and they contribute their content to this this uh uh, business listing that I created. So Cali Comfort still exists. And then you pull this one up, it's Elite Event hosted by Cali Comfort. And, but the hope is that we gave, you know, Sean and, and team such an engaged group and he showed them what they do every day, day in, day out, and that they will come back someday, maybe the next day, maybe the next week, next month, maybe sometime within the year. And when they have that authentic experience where they're a paying customer, they can go and review that business as many times as they want. Well, you know, they can update the reviews. They can do whatever they want. But the initial reviews for that complimentary experience, they land there. It keeps things nice and organized. Sure. And um, it's our stance against pay-to-play. Sure. Right. So what do you do if you wanted to get involved as a business and say, hey, I want to host one of these events? Is there like a criteria? You have, like, Can you not be a two-star <laughs> restaurant <laughs> to have this? I mean, do they have to reach out to you? Um, do you want people fucking reach out to you? To- yeah. Well, San Diego is, is I would say 99% incoming. Yeah. And I guess that kind of boils down to my job and my job is never to be misconstrued with a business spending money on something like advertising. Sure. So in essence, my role within the community is I'm, I'm basically firewalled from our sales department. Yeah. So I couldn't, it, it's funny when I walk into a place and you know, I, maybe I get introduced to a business owner somewhere and it's like, Hey, this is Brad from Yelp San Diego. And they'll say, oh, do you know Daryl? And I'll say, who's Daryl? Oh, he calls me like twice a week. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I don't know Daryl. You know, we, yeah. we we are not supposed to know those people. My my job is to come in and, and give some good education. If a business owner does want to host an event, uh, we go through all the the fine print. And, um, and so, yes, to answer your question, business owners reach out to me if they, if, if something, if they want to host an elite event, they can reach out to me for a number of things, but specifically if they want to host an elite event, that's a huge part of my job. How many are locations the, are there in the world for Yelp, for Yelp HQ? Elite? So, um, Oh, for Yelp elite. Yeah. Like to like community, like if someone's in Australia, is there yes. someone to contact? How many Brad's are there? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> how many Brad's are, I think I want to say there's 75 of me, okay. 75. Yeah. Wow. Around North America. And, um, everybody has their own individual elite squad. And then we have, people who are great contributors that don't necessarily have a city. Like if there's not a Yelp presence somewhere close, if they kind of maybe fall in a city somewhere in middle America and, you know, maybe in between Omaha and Denver and mm-hmm. they're just kind of no man's land, but they're big contributors to Yelp. They fall in our national squad. Okay. And so they can default, you know, if they change their city to, to, to Denver, they'll start getting emails from the, uh, the Yelp community manager in Denver, inviting them out. If they change it to Omaha, they'll start getting it from Omaha. And uh, if somebody relocates to San Diego and they change their city on Yelp, they automatically become part of my squad. And so they'll start receiving emails from me. Cool. And, but you know, as a Yelp elite, uh, we found that a lot of our elites, when they travel, they'll go onto Yelp and see either they'll connect with the Yelp community manager there, or they'll change their city while they're traveling to uh, Austin, Texas, and in hopes that they can attend a Yelp elite event cool. in, in the city they're going to. Yeah. So are all Yelp elite events um, complimentary? complimentary yeah it's you know and i have this conversation a lot with um the business owners that i I plan with Mm -hmm. and when we go through the process um i I always feel it's uh when they ask about a hosted bar or 
you know, are we providing all the food? And none of them ever seem to be sticking points. But I always say it's not necessarily uh, a monster that I created of going like, these are my demands for a Yelp Elite event. Sure. It's more so I have such a backlog of history. I have six years of doing this job and I can share links from every single event that I've ever done and that I can I can turn to a restaurant that was kind of playing the same game, batting in the same league. It's like, oh, you're an Italian restaurant? Here's five other Italian events that I've done in the last three years and I tee it up for them and they're just like, oh, I know that guy. And they the business owners kind of always want to one-up each other. Mm-hmm. They want to know what they're... I hate to call it competition, but they want to know what their fellow business owners have done. And well, it, a lot of times they want to do sharpening the saw. Correct. I mean, you they know, want you, to do, you want to do a great job, a little bit better. Yeah. It's, and that's in, in reference, it's really the only thing that my elites have to compare it to. It's like, you know, I went to an Italian restaurant elite event last year, came to this one. I've never really seen somebody go back and review and say like, I like this one better or that one better. Yeah. But um, it's just a, a reference point. And so I see these complimentary experiences that are hosted by the business. It always seems to be like a, a bit of a friendly competition between business owners. Right. Just wanting to do something as good or better that their, um, you know, their fellow business owner did in the city. Yeah. makes sense. I mean, you want to put your best foot forward and you want to, you know, sometimes it's fun, that little friendly competition of course. to get things going. Um, so how many Yelp elite are there in San Diego? You know, that number's constantly changing. How I mentioned where people, um, you will switch cities. A lot of times they do it because they're traveling for work. Right. But, um, you know, I get elites added to my squad every day. Okay. I would not be able to hammer down an exact number. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a constantly changing number. Talk, and, about, talk about the process. How do they become Yelp elite? Yeah. So, um, there's always eyes on every community. So whether I'm just browsing the site, if I come across somebody, I will obviously kind of put a, a little bookmark on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go to a part of the site, yelp.com slash elite, and I can nominate that person. Um, other elites can nominate their friends if they see somebody that's doing really well. And, um, and uh, Yelp HQ basically comes through every single nomination. Um, and sometimes people get it. Dude, step your game up. I got fucking four reviews on my thing. Oh, you gotta fucking come take notice. You have four man. reviews? Get dude, the fuck out of here. Dude, I'm fucking, Am I friends with you? You're, you about, you're about 5% there. Shit. Right? <laughs> I'd say. Uh, that's funny. Uh, and I still haven't cursed. <laughs> right. That's a win. We're going to so, get them. So anybody that listens to the podcast, where if they have a business, it doesn't matter where, um, if they reached out to... Yeah. you you'd be able to put them in contact with the community manager and wherever they're yeah at. absolutely yeah. um yeah i would say if it's a major metro uh something like a, a boston like philly or philly or... yeah um we have somebody we have boots on the ground there sure and it's it's just basically me you might have to be a little bit patient seeing that there's usually only one of us in these big cities mm-hmm. it'll take a little while to, to get us through the front door yeah but how'd you get it what the how'd job you, yeah you know, I joke that I was the Yelp intern <laughs> for like five years before I ever did this job. What did you do before Yelp? I was a business owner. Wow. Yeah. I did a lot of things. I was a musician, a uh, touring musician, uh, started businesses like crazy. Um, and the fact that I was self-employed, I knew the guys that did this job before me. And um, I had a lot of flexibility in my schedule. You know, I didn't have necessarily a nine to five. And so the guys who came before me would say, Hey, Brad, I've got a, a Yelp booth at this beer festival or a chili cook off or something like that. Will you help me set up and then, you know, talk to the people and hand out, you know, tchotchkes and stuff like that? And so being a self employed guy, I just, uh, 
I could I can make the time. And so I'd sit in this booth with my buddies and I'd drink a beer and I would hear how they communicated with the business owners or the the people who just came up to the booth to ask questions out of general curiosity. And I learned a lot about the company and I learned a lot about the conversations that were had with business owners. And so when um and not only that, I had the business owner perspective on Yelp. Right. And um and so when the job opened up in San Diego, uh I had met some of my, the guys that I knew that did the job, I'd met some of the management and they basically came in and said, are you interested? I was like, yeah, totally. I thought the job was mine. And like, okay, apply with 500 other people. And I just <laughs> like, I, I went through the, the process and it was about a three and a half month process wow. to get the job. Yeah. And, um, you know, once did you have to go up to San Francisco, uh, not for the interviews soon thereafter for training. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, something that's really important to know is that I was a business owner. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when Yelp made the offer, it was very contingent on me severing my ties. Yeah. So you could not do this role and be a business owner while doing it because it's a huge conflict of interest for us. Oh, sure. So I, I went through the process of parting ways, um, you know, very cheerfully with, with my business partners and, um, and then I was full why, time full time Yelp guy. Why did you decide? What made you decide that this that Yelp was the company you wanted to work for? Yeah, and that was a question they asked me being interviewed, and it, it felt like a lot of people work their whole lives to to work for themselves eventually. Mm-hmm. And they asked me like, what What is the the draw? What is the attraction here? Why a lot of people would love to get to the point where you are, where you're working for yourself, kind of making your own hours, which a lot of time meant 18 hours a day rather than eight <laughs> hours a day, right? It sucks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yes. people understand. You're like, oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right, yeah. <laughs> that means not... when you're in Hawaii, Derek gets to not sleep and think about his store flooding. <laughs> right. So that was my thing. And I, I liked uh, the thought of having a paycheck that I knew how much the, uh, the amount was going to be every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to clear. Uh, I didn't have to worry about a pipe busting, you know, or something like that. And, um, and I did the draw of just getting back to, uh, as like a semi-normal life. Um, it's not clock in clock out by any means like this job. I, you're not I, life isn't normal. No, it's not. So I, I left one, one weird situation for another one. That's equally as weird. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that's, that's a story. Yeah. Five when years. Was, a, when was that? When did you start? I'm almost six years in. So six years in Yeah. 20, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. June of 2012. How how has things changed um, just as far as the platform and your your role? I mean, because I know looking at it from Cali Comfort standpoint from 2008 when we started to where we are now, the things that I've seen Yelp do for business owners, it makes me very excited because they've been getting feedback sure. and that feedback has led them to change their advertising model to the point where I can tell them how much I want to pay every mm-hmm. month. So, you know, something <clears throat> we tell every person that comes on the podcast, anyone that has a business, you know, sign up for the preferred photos, you know, $25 a month is the best money that you can possibly spend to feature photos for your business. Right. And that's something, you know, once again, with me being firewalled or, or pretty uneducated about what we run what we run from a sales side of things, you were actually the person that told me <laughs> about that. And I remember sitting down the first time we all ever met and sitting around the table and you're like, I love that photo of like being able to pay that. That's the best twenty, twenty five dollars yeah. that I spend every month being able to pick those photos. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. I really didn't. And you kind of, you know, educated me and I Ask some people at the company, like, yeah, that's our self serve. You know, they go on and spend twenty five bucks and pick your three photos. Well, I mean, so much of the digital marketing, you know, trying to figure out ways to get business owners to advertise. You know, whether it's on Facebook or whether it's on 
TripAdvisor or LinkedIn, yeah. you know, the, the broken model was trying to tie a business owner to a contract. Right. You know, if you as an app or as a, as a company, I'm going to prove to you how great our business is through analytics, yeah. which is now what everything that Yelp does. So whatever I'm spending, I know exactly those analytics of the user that's coming, if they're clicking on directions to my business, if yeah. they're, if they came in for, or they ordered online, all those things happen, you know, as a value add for me as a business owner based off of what I want to spend. If I don't want to spend, you know, X amount during a month, then I don't have to spend. That. Right. But the thing is, there's, there's so many, um, like the, the business owner toolbox, so much of that is free. Sure. Um, you know, we don't, there's no charge with responding to reviews. There's no charge to set up a, a check-in offer. Um, there's no charge to look at your metrics. Um, you know, the, and, and it sounds like you're probably a top tier business owner as far as how much you pay attention. Um, and I, are, are you getting the notifications when it says a male in his thirties? Absolutely. Walk through your door. Yeah. I get every notification. Yeah, right? exactly. And I want to know it. And we, and we think that all that stuff is, is free in the toolbox and, and business owners who are really vigilant about that and they can see and they go like, Oh my God. So a female in her twenties just walked in the restaurant and they'll look around for a female in their twenties. Sure. And then, you know, like, wow, I can locate that person well, on it, Yelp. I mean, just the simple tool of updating your holiday business hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, that used to be a real fucking pain it in the did. ass. Correct. You know, you'd have to go in and I have to update president's day on a Monday. And then I have to remember on Tuesday to Let's update it, it so that the next Monday, mm -hmm. you know, it's actually the correct, but now there's a special business hour feature, which is a fucking huge benefit to right. us who, you know, sometimes we do change our hours of and, operation. And, you know, we got to remind you that every time there's something that may, may be perceived as a pain in the ass for a business owner, just know that it's there for good reason. And it's, there's uh, some asshole like me probably bitched about it. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, before, before you thought like, you know, we would never want, um, you know, if there was a, a market across the street that was a competitor for them to call and say, uh, we're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays and all of a sudden sure. on your Yelp listing, you know, if we didn't have, right. I mean, I just read a crazy article. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you see this, um, this business, this restaurant that became number one in London on TripAdvisor? No. You didn't no. see it? It didn't even exist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This guy, it was, he, I, I don't want to call it like performance art or something, you know, but he, uh, he just kind of out of fun, he created a, a business, a restaurant that, um, he got like a burner phone that he would answer for, you know, this, that got a bunch of fake reviews by family and friends. And eventually this business climbed to the number one, uh, business on TripAdvisor in London, nonetheless, a wow. huge city for dining and it wasn't caught. And, yeah. and, and, um, that's, that's his, it's pulled up on the screen. That's what he <laughs> called his restaurant and never served a diner. There was no dishes, but, uh, you know, just there's his burner phone. <laughs> so this wow. is how I ha I hacked a number one restaurant in London. Yeah. But I, you know, I feel pretty confident to say something like that would never happen on Yelp because we take such precaution on what gets added. And, you know, when somebody wants to make crucial changes to a business profile, sure. whether it's hours or, you know, information about the business, marking a business is closed, you know, I'll, I'll get HQ will contact me and ask me to verify things. There's times that I have to drive by peek in a window and call mm -hmm. and hit up Yelp HQ and say, that place is gone, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just how thorough we are. What are you guys doing about, uh, you know, I would imagine you guys were like the, the biggest, the first ones to kind of do something like this. And now you got the Googles coming out and doing mm -hmm. the reviews. And um, do you guys like embrace people doing that? Are you like, you know, I guess is it competition or how do you guys? 
really view that. Yeah, I mean, it's competition. I mean, everybody wants the, the reviews to fall on their platform. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be the biggest review site. Right. Um, and we just hope that we're doing it better. Right. And, um, you know, Google made a, a pretty big effort for a couple of years, a couple of times, separate occasions in San Diego, um, and, and basically used our, our, our same blueprint. Um, you know, ultimately, we want businesses to su- succeed. Right. Um, and I think the real benefit of Yelp is that we see that when people are falling onto Yelp, it's to make a buying decision. It's not just to, it's not just like, let me see. I mean, we do have users like, let me just see kind of what's going on. But a lot of the times when people are researching businesses on Yelp, it's because they want to spend their money there. And we know when a pipe bursts on, uh, you, right. you know, in the middle of the night when you're in Hawaii, you're probably not going on Facebook and looking for a plumber. Right. You know, yeah. chances are you're probably using our request a quote feature, you know, and that's, that's like a big push for us now. And, and people think that Yelp is just all restaurants, restaurants, bars, bars, but this request a quote that we're doing, uh, you know, to get in the home services game is huge for us. And I, I use, I use my Yelp a lot of times for directions. Yeah, me too. I, I oh, it's, the best. it's just like, no, it's, I'll look something up and I'm like, uh, maps. And I'm just like maps, yeah. start, boom, yeah. directions, and it just opens no, up. Absolutely, all the time. it's perfect. Like, it's perfect for me. It's yeah. almost like my, my my Google, your GPS. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I mean, yeah. no joke. I always look for something. I, I was doing it today. We were, um, <laughs> what, what, what? God, it was a AAA. Yeah, AAA. I just went. I, I mean, I just need to know where one was. Yelped it. Boom, directions. Where there. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, I I saw on your guys, you guys now you're embracing um, hospitals for newborns. Yeah, um, I saw that announcement on your, you know, your guys's blog. But you know, that's something that you know, for my wife, when Yelp becomes such a trusted platform for mm-hmm. something like restaurants, exactly what you said, we start to use it for other tools. Correct. And those tools are only going to be as good as the information that's provided on that site. Mm-hmm. So you know, the more that hospitals, plumbers, AAA, all these other businesses start to embrace Yelp, it makes it that much more powerful of a vehicle, you know, and then you don't have to worry necessarily about Google because Google, frankly, they're not, they're not paying for Brad to be here in San Diego. They're not paying to take care of the people that are writing a review on Google, right? You know, they can try to do it, but you know, it's ultimately going to come down to the investment that Yelp is making and they're making an investment in you right? so that you can help take care of the people that are building their site. And that trips business owners out. Like I would say in the best possible way, when I come walking through, you know, that you don't, you don't get an employee from a lot of companies that like a Yelp or no, a review site. And like, so when not. I walk in and, you know, our whole relationship started because Corey hit me up on Instagram. Yep. And slide into the DM. Right. Yeah. 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 Sneaky guy, man. Sneaky He's guy. Smooth. Yeah. But, uh, it's a lot of business gets done in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Like when I walk through and they're like, yeah, this is a guy from Yelp. He's actually sitting down with me and he's not selling yeah. me anything. He's just, yeah. you know, you, I, and I usually will block off huge amounts of times for business owners that want to bend my ear. And it's like, I'm here indefinitely, you know, until we sure. get done what you want to get done. And if I can't answer your question, I can't answer it. I'll go find out, but I'm not going to sit there and tell you something that I don't know. There's so many segments of this company that I don't know. I know community very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to, you know, a lot of the other things, I'll go and find the answer for you. Well, sometimes it's going to be hard for you too, because I know myself, I would get so many Yelp calls mm-hmm. that I got. I was like, don't fucking call me again. Like, yeah. From I'm the trying to sell oh, me. You're trying yeah, to boost it. And I'm just like, you got to stop. Put me on the fucking don't call list. Right. I paid my 25 bucks. This is what I want. This is where I'm at. My my business, I'm not really trying to grow. I'm just trying to like really 
maintain maintain yeah. and i mean now we're going for growth to maybe open another store sometime and now we can utilize it and i'll reach out um so i can see sometimes the business owners you know if they say it's brad from from yelp san diego sure like, Dude, do not fucking come in here i don't want <laughs> yeah. you to sell me anything yeah well, I, mean, I, I think that's a credit to yelp back to what we we're talking about before it's before that was the fucking problem the problem yeah. was there was a assigned sales force that was contacting us through the telephone, through the email and being like, Hey, you're going to get on this fucking contract. And like, nothing will turn me off more than somebody that's like, I'm going to put you on a fucking contract. Like if whatever you're, whatever service you're providing, you're going to prove to me that this is a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, if it's 12 months and you have to take 12 months to prove it to me, like, fuck you, yeah, you know, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to decide to do something else. Yeah. Don't quote me on it, but I want to say I heard yesterday and it might've been on the Yelp's earnings call or something like that, that we're going with um no contract deals yes and um i'll have to look it up but smart yeah but no it's brilliant well, more, yeah more, i mean more those, people are doing that too yeah, yeah. Like, like you have you're, to you're getting like verizons and, and phone company a lot of people are going to no contracts because it's just showing that you're putting your best foot forward totally like, here's yeah. the here's your value mm-hmm. anytime you want to leave leave you yeah know, these these companies like our Cox job is and, to prove our value to you yeah. and to continue to give you analytics and continue to give you tools so you can see hey you know this is what we're doing when you are advertising with us when you're not advertising with us you know this is what you're doing and it's up to you sure you know, as a business owner to make that call sure yeah it's it's a it's a wild world man Who'd you guys you guys just bought somebody um, well, so we, saw? so we owned eat 24 and then, um, which we, we purchased a couple of years ago and eat then 24, yeah. And then eat 24, it's, it's a food delivery service. Yep. And now it's just, you know, we sold, um, to Grubhub. Okay. So it, it's a partnership still. So, uh, you know, we found that we're really good at getting people to find the, the restaurant they want to order on Yelp. And then, but you know, the delivery process, Grubhub is really, really good at that. So it's just a really happy relationship as far as we can get people to order and Grubhub can get people to, the food in their hands. Sure. I think one of the things, you know, that, that impressed me was that you guys acquired no weight. Yeah. No weight um, was something that actually Gene was on a trip to a barbecue contest uh, out in the Midwest. He was, um, you know, one of the contests that he always does. And he went to this Mexican restaurant, this Mexican restaurant, you know, they had, fuck they have they probably had 12 hostesses yeah and he was he walked up and then you know four of them had an ipad and they asked him hey you know what's your what's your phone number right he put in he put in his phone number told him how many was they said we'll send you a text message right when he was just so fucking blown away at the efficiency of this ipad no weight seating that when he came back he's like Hey, Sean, this is, you know, Sean and Eric, this is what I, I saw, you know, if you're looking at getting rid of your reservation, you know, having the host write down this many people waiting, you know, or having the stupid cheesecake factory where it's, you know, some little fucking, it's a better mousetrap. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's a better, everybody has a fucking site. I always think like, of Outback and cheesecake factory where they always. hand you that thing and you just, just sit there and stare at it, wait for it to buzz. And, and if you get a quote for how much that shit costs, yeah. holy shit, that hardware, it's unbelievably ridiculously expensive. Plus it gets damaged and it gets lost. Yeah, and you have People to replace that hardware. Yeah, they don't want to wait anymore, and we've got a new souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the business just lost forty bucks on that little buzzer. Totally. Sure, totally. and they got a GPS on it. They'll come track well, you down at your house and climb like through your we window. We always talk about it. it's how how do you guys create more added value for your consumer? Yes, yeah. that's, that's just another thing with the no wait. That's awesome. Yeah, it's. I feel like we're in a lot of different games right now. Um, you know, the beauty of my job is I get to like just really focus on. Um, 
like nurturing a community and right. that's 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 what i'm all about and connecting like it's it's funny you know my day starts and i think just like a business owner a business manager you wake up and you look at your email and you're like dude it's like how, how did i get so many emails falling asleep <laughs> for eight hours right and then but for me it's it's well, <laughs> well, you're probably you're probably friends with sean right that's how you fucking do yeah. it right dude and so i'll wake up to you know i would say 40 relevant emails right. that's not counting the joke or the junk and i'm like god i got to reply to these with like a definitive answer. And then I move over to Yelp and we have our own messaging system between Yelpers, you know, yep. users on Yelp. And I'll get somebody who signed up for a Yelp profile that day and is totally confused. And they, they'll fire like, I found you are the community manager for Yelp. Can you help me with this? How do I, how do I add a profile picture? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. and, and I'm like, Oh my God. So I'll wake up and a lot of times I'll have 15, 20 messages on Yelp. So mm-hmm. it's like having two separate emails and like my email is definitely more so business owners, marketing, PR companies, um, local NPOs, stuff like that. And I get to Yelp and it's all consumers. So are you big in reviewing now still? Yeah, I'm about to hit like a thousand reviews, which is not a huge milestone for really avid Yelpers or Mm -hmm. a lot of elites. But um, uh, yeah, I'm about to hit a thousand, which to me is pretty big, pretty big. So something new comes up, some new restaurant, you're you're there. Yeah, I like to to be... uh, one of the first there. I'm not as good. I mean, there's all these little, uh, you know, I want to call them breadcrumbs, but there's these little awards that, you know, in the real world aren't a heck of a lot and they don't carry any value. But when a Yelper becomes the first to review a place, they get a little FTR and they can never take it away. You know, it's first to review and they can never take away. And, you know, we do things like dukedoms when somebody checks into a place the most. Um, so yeah, you know, there's all these things that we really, do to keep people interested, but I do like to go to a lot of the grand. That's it's definitely a perk, you know, being well connected with PR companies and right. and you know you're always on that invite list to go and try something new. Talk about the relationship, you know, you as the organizer um, for these Yelp elites, you know, how you've embraced and how you've grown in the process. I mean, you know, you have it's something that we talk about a lot is you know people oh well that's personal and this is business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. For Derek and I, everything is personal sure. and everything is business. Um, you know, for you doing your job, I've watched you interact, you know, just at our Yelp Elite events and not just have a relationship with Yelp Elites, but you actually become friends with some of them where, you know, someone like Larry, mm-hmm. you know, who's just this incredible man that's, you know, I mean, you introduced me to him mm-hmm. and he just has this passion for barbecue and he has this incredible story, but you know, you develop that deeper relationship so that, you know, they're not just invested in Yelp elite, but they're also invested in, in you because they trust that you're not going to bring them to some horse shit event. Right. Um, and that is the case. I mean, there's a, there's people like Larry that have they've, our friendships have, um, have completely left Yelp. They still exist on Yelp, but they've moved on places like Facebook. Yeah. And um, we see as we grow as a company and as our communities continue to grow, um, there's like these subsets, you know, like they're all Yelpers, but then they find their friendships within these groups. And a lot of these friendships are formed not because, um, you know, they just found each other in the real world and happened to be Yelp elites. They found each other at events and event after event after sure. event. It's like, keep seeing the same people. Or if it's somebody who's a newly badged elite, they'll look and say, that guy for the last five years, when I've been looking at restaurants and bars around town, this guy has always reviewed it. 
And they kind of get starstruck by other Yelpers because they've been following them so long. Mm -hmm. And so they build these independent friendships that will then transcend Yelp and move to a place like Facebook. And that's where a lot of, um, I call them PYEs, they're private Yelp events. And Mm -hmm. it's where the subset uh, groups of Yelpers who become friends in the real world will say, who wants to go to dinner? (laughs) You know, who wants to, it's so-and-so's birthday. And um, I feel very fortunate to always be included in those plans. Um, and that means I'm not just some guy who, you know, twice a month has coordinated with a business to invite them in, but they're living, breathing friendships, relationships. And sure. I get invited to weddings. You know, we've had a lot of love made on, on Yelp. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is coming out right after Valentine's yeah, Day. So that's good. There's, mar- there's marriages. There's all kinds of crazy things. And, uh, you know, we'll go to Mexico together. We, we do all kinds of stuff. And, um, those, those are the, the relationships, friendships were born on Yelp, and they've they've gone into the real world. Does Mexico have a Yelp? So it used to. Um, we were international, pretty pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of love love it. You know, we since have scaled back that, and we're we're concentrating strictly on North America, being United States and Canada mostly. Um, and um, when uh, we lost Mexico, I kind of inherited TJ as a sister city, right? And so we will do uh, Yelp events in, in Tijuana. A lot you of you gotta go down to Rosarito Tacos del Yaki. I know it. Dude, that's my jam. <laughs> yeah, we actually. Uh, it's my jam, dude. Yeah, we'll do like the Valle de Guadalupe tours. So yeah. there's a, a San Diego uh, company that that leads uh, Baja Wine Adventures, and it's called Boca Roja. And he connected with me. He's like, I want to, I want to meet the Yelp elites. I want to do a tour, and let's let's get a couple of vans together, and we'll do this totally curated Valle de Guadalupe tour. It's like, that sounds like a 12-hour day, but it sounds like a lot of fun, too. So we loaded up Elites in the van, toured Valle de Guadalupe, and the first stop is Tacos El Yaqui oh. for all-you-can-eat tacos. All-you-can-eat? Yeah, but... You, you can't eat very many. No, tacos. you eat like two and you're good. <laughs> yeah. But that place... I think the most I ate was four. I, I think that, that place, you know, I'll probably get a lot of kickback from this. I think the Tacos El Yaqui, the, the Perone, is the best taco I've ever had. No, hands down. Yeah. In I mean, the, in the I, world, like... And I'm a connoisseur. Yeah. I, I crush tacos. And, and I... It, I can't find. I'm sorry, about that. I can't find a similar taco in San Diego. I found other places in. Uh, oh, I'm, my mouth waters. Yeah, I found places in Tijuana that that basically have knocked off the idea, and they do it pretty well. But there's no getting better than that taco. No, there's. Uh, we went down to Rosarito. Had a little place down there for growing up, and we'd always just stop there first, have some. Tortillas. And it's how it's changed. Yeah. And you know what? Some might say, uh, you know, a place like that in Mexico. Um, you know, there's not a lot of marketing going on down in Mexico. No. And so I've, I mean, how many reviews does Taco Yaki have right now, Corey? 228. 228. Wow. And that's, that's mind blowing for it. Like what was once a small taco shack oh, in, yeah. in, in Rosarito. And I remember going there many years ago and it was a small operation. And remember um, the guy that would always hit it and make a cat sound. He'd always be chopping. I, the meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah uh, and there's always the guy that's chopping the meat that he actually has a fake arm. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yep. dude, did he chop that off? Totally. <laughs> that's your welcome. That's your carne asada. Yeah. But the, it's, it's simplicity, you know, it, it's, they do tacos. Uh, you know, uh, they do the Perone, which has cheese. They do yeah. the Sencillo with no cheese. They do a quesadilla and they have drinks yep. and that's it. And they kill it. Dude. We gotta. We just have to make a trip there. Just go there and come back. Podcast meetup. I'm I'm down. How'd you find that? Let's do it. Let's do that. I'm down with that for sure. Yeah, I think one of the things you're talking about, you know, with the Yelp elites and crossing over and becoming 
fa- friends on Facebook and it's, it's event driven, you yeah. know, and like what we found, you know, just by doing the podcast, one of the coolest things for us is when we have our barbecue events, we have people that listen to the podcast and they come out and they'll go and talk to Andy from Grand Ole, or they'll go talk to Corbin and be like, Hey dude, I listened to your episode. Right. You know, love to hear the journey, but you know, that's where you're connecting the actual internet, but you have to take that step. You know, you have to take that step of, okay, well, I see you on as a Yelp elite, but how, you know, now I saw you, I met you and this is the first time. And, you know, because we sat a Cali comfort on the front patio and it was, you know, close seating, I had to sit with people that, you know, maybe I've been to events, but now, mm-hmm. Hey, we're all together. Now we're in the same selfie together. You know, right. let's get our, each other's cell phone and it, maybe it, we meet up outside of a Yelp elite event. And when it comes to the events, that's why, um, I found a lot of success working with PR companies and they love working with me because in their eyes, I take a lot of the work out of it for them. And when a, a restaurant comes and says, Brad, and like, we're down to do this Yelp Elite event. Um, we'd love to do 100 people. I said, all right, 100 people. Uh, I'll invite 105, and we'll hit that number. And they're they're blown away by that. For sure. And, and, you know, I'll see at grand openings or media events, a PR company will learn and to fill 75 spots in the room. They'll have 400 people on the list. And they have sheets <laughs> of paper. Crazy. And it's, But, like, that's kind of the beauty is that with these Yelpers, they've become so excited and it's so great for me to partner with a local business. Like we're throwing a complimentary event for you. Um, the business, there's, it wins on so many levels. The business wants to meet you. They want to show off cause they know you actually go back and, and do things online, whether sure. that's photos and reviews The the Yelpers are excited cause they get this VIP experience. Um, and the cool thing about it is I can sort that list. You know, it's not, it, for me, it's not first come, first serve. You know, we we pay attention like who is really active in the moment. And I'm gonna to this business owner, I'm gonna I'm gonna serve you up the most engaged guest that I possibly can. Sure. I'll find people who haven't been to events in a while. Um, you know, I'll I'll find somebody who's absolutely on fire. It's like, God, this person's written 40 reviews this week. I am definitely gonna send them to Cali Comfort for this elite event. Sure. And that's where um, you know, we can depend on that attendance. Well, it's not only that, but it's the quality of the attendance. Right. I and mean, if they're our Yelp elite, they are already on the phone. So you're gonna get all this added value of them tweeting from the event, from right. them posting on Facebook, just because they wanna do it and they get it. You yep. know, they get the they get it, they understand it. And you know, back to what we were talking about before, Snapchat, they're on Snapchat. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're on everything and Correct. they're embracing it and they want to share that experience and nothing can be better for that business owner yeah i mean you're getting a good group for the night um that's that's for sure two hour event and you're i mean use the cali comfort one as reference and you know 75 people walking away with 50 reviews and almost 600 pictures that's it's really strong yeah for sure yeah that's great man i'm just learning more about that that really uh it's really enticing to to see and um it's great to see that it's more about the community than it is anything else and um, helping businesses grow and using it as a platform for uh, positivity. And sure. It's not somewhere just to shit on places. It's actually a, a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I dare you to, to go and find an, a Yelp elite profile that's overwhelmingly negative. Right. I, I, I never find it. And yeah. usually, you know, it, it kind of comes down this way. It usually is, is very top heavy with four or five star reviews and it just really thins out at the bottom and, and we never find elites that are, Overly negative. That's who I'd want to hang out with anyways. Just positive people, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no absolutely. For that's, sure. That's awesome. Yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that's just elite because they go on tears. Right. It, that doesn't happen. So you guys have a huge presence on Instagram. It's that um, Yelp San Diego Instagram. You guys are almost, what, 108,000 uh, yeah. likes. That's a lot. 
You guys got some sexy photos. Yeah. So our, our podcast is, we're the, we're behind the smoke. So it's kind of the sexy photo is at the end of the process. So there's a lot of shitty things that happen before, before, before that fucking sexy photo comes out. Um, but sexy photos sell. Yeah. Um, the Instagram is the perfect, uh, you know, images, everything. And that's what, uh, people want to see. That's what's going to get engagements. That's what's going to get comments. Um, that's what's going to drive business ultimately. Yeah. Um, you know, every city, um, that has one of me is running their own Instagram handle, whether it's Yelp Dallas or Yelp Charlotte, whatever it might be. And, um, they allow us to, as a company to run it how we want to. And mm -hmm. I made a conscious effort that I really wanted to be a food driven Instagram handle. Yep. And, um, this is, I think we're almost three years old. I want to say, I really kicked Yelp San Diego into gear um, April, April of 15, I think. And I just, I had seen a presentation done by one of my coworkers uh, in Yelp Hawaii. And she talked about just how much value she's finding in, in Instagram. And, um, and I just, I got home and said, I'm going to work on this and uh, brought in a social media intern and, we just really, we really kicked the Yelp Instagram handle and, and, and we've, you know, it's fallen in on another platform, but we, we do use it to, uh, it's huge. Yeah. To partner it's, with it's awareness. Yeah. I mean, it's where people are. It's your driving traffic back to, you know, this, this is the platform, but you're a foodie driven right. you know, app. Like let's get fucking and, and sexy photos we're driving in it, back to what, what we do best. Right. And we're in it for the benefit of the community. If you, if a business owner, restaurant owner, gives us a sexy photo yes it, there's no charge associated with no. it we they, there's no loyalty it doesn't matter if they're an advertiser or not if it's a really sexy photo like this these fries i'm looking at right now mm -hmm. like we'll throw it up there there's 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 no strings attached well i mean you're the company's smart because you're understanding that that will that value will only continue to grow exactly you grow that user base yeah. that value of what yelp can provide you know if you do a yelp elite event you know here's a sexy photo that we're going to throw on instagram you're going to get all those extra users just because of that right and where does it go so we can't guarantee it but like it's not going to hurt anything for me to put up a really nice photo on the yelp san Diego instagram which has 108,000 followers and then hope that like okay so it's I, I dare to say Yelp is probably the the number one place somebody's going to go and investigate a restaurant. So if they see a, a picture of a grilled cheese donut, what are they going to do? They're going to read the caption. And I can't tell you how many people, but I'm with that many followers. I'm guarantee you somebody's probably landing on their Yelp page because oh, of it. Oh yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, well, Brad, we uh, we really appreciate you and whoever had to sign off on you coming behind the smoke. Wait, you guys barely beat me up, man. I thought I was going to get, you thought we, you thought we were going to actually, uh, get, get dig deep and jump me. Yeah. Break up a happy new marriage. No, we just appreciate you taking the time to come out and nah, explain a bunch of stuff. And it really, you know, for our listeners, you know, the value that Yelp can bring, I mean, yeah. we just really need to make sure they take advantage of it and, and embrace it. And because guess what? It's not fucking going anywhere. Yeah, well, and, and you have to, it, like I said, it really helps the, you know, the business owner to, to hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Because it's not like, like you said, it's not a paid, um, review and it's people coming in that are coming to your business and they're giving you, you know, reviews. I had some reviews that are completely full of shit that, you know, I've sent in and, and got them taken down because sure. they can, I don't know what your guys' flag the review. Is. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, and I think you guys can probably tell who who did it or who wasn't being truthful. But if, if, if it violates terms of service, we definitely take a good look yeah, at it. So it's um it's great, but yeah, just coming out here, we we appreciate you coming out to Spring Valley, man. You, you know, that's it's I'm a San Diego kid. You know, I'm not like some guy that Yelp hired at, at Yelp HQ and said like we're going to send you to San Diego and just go be our voice. You know, I, I was born and raised here, man, and like. I grew up in the San Diego music scene and a lot of these people that are making a lot of noise online in a, in a very good way. Noise is not a bad thing. Right. People who are like voices of reason, uh, people have huge influence over the San Diego food scene. Um, a, a lot of them I know, but I don't know them because of Yelp. I knew these people for 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think it does nothing but kind of validate that I'm, I'm in this for, for good, right. you know, sure. and, and I'm only trying to bring, um, you know, positive things and, and, uh, you know, dispel myths and, and just get people thinking on the same page and, and to know that, you know, we're, we're definitely in this to bring good to the community. Sure. Well, whether we, it's a, whether it's a restaurant or, you know, a, a dry cleaner, it's, it's all the same to me. Well, we appreciate you, you know, embracing our barbecue West coast barbecue movement and, you know, coming out to Del Mar, that was a huge thing for Derek and I, um, it means a lot to be able to connect with Yelp elites, um, to give them added value because, you know, making the West coast Del Mar barbecue championship, you know, something that we can all take pride of as a movement. Um, it's something that's, you know, it's vital to everything that, you know, Derek and I do and, um, you know, you stepping up and doing that and hopefully we'll keep on continuing finding ways to, uh, hook up the Yelp elites absolutely, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so social handle at Yelp, San Diego, uh, check out the show notes. Uh, our social, uh, shout out is going to go to, Andrew Selby and that's Andy uh, at Andy Bowers DFS. He has been hitting us up um, hashtagging behind the smoke. Um, We're going to be sending him a new uh, sexy behind the smoke mug. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for writing a review for those that did. (laughs) Yeah. We appreciate that. We love it. That means a lot. Um, And be sure to uh, get involved with Yelp. Uh, be sure to ask us any questions you have or uh, reach out to Brad. He's an incredible resource and uh, can be a vital asset for your business, no matter where you're listening in the world. Yeah. And I guess I'll, you know, I opened up all this lines of communication. There's a couple ways to find me. Um, if you go to, uh, well, I guess if you're in San Diego, if you got a, if you have a Yelp account, if you're a Yelper, you go to yelp.com slash elite. And my, uh, my picture will be right there on that page, Brad B as the community manager. So if you, if you're on your Yelp profile, you can message me through the site or, um, it's kind of a junkyard of an email account because <laughs> it's been around for a while, but SD at Yelp.com also eventually gets to me once, once a smoke clears a little bit. Uh, that email address has been around for since San Diego has been a Yelp community. So there's, it's been on a lot of a lists. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you can email sd at yelp.com and also find it eventually so yeah thank you guys for tuning in be sure to uh tag us hit us up on social uh, let us know uh, how you like the show and we uh we'll catch you next week thanks for having me